0: Turn that off. There we go. This live stream is the best. That's for sure. What is happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live. It is Hump Day. It is what is it? The 28th of uh, July. It sure is. How's everybody doing today? I hope you guys are doing good. Let's talk some moviness. I mean, could have did a live stream last night. Could have did a stream last night when it came to this whole craziness of uh, announcing our two leads when it comes to Superman Legacy. But I was like, ah, I'll wait. I'll wait and we'll do it right now. We'll do it right now. So hopefully you guys are doing good. Welcome. Uh, make sure you guys, of course, subscribe to the channel. If you want to become a member, become a member because we do a members only stream after every Wednesday stream. So you can pick my brain a little bit. So do that. Helps out the uh, pirate ship. Every little bit helps. And of course, follow me on all the sock meds around me and Patreon too. You know, did, did a little podcast over there by myself last night. So, all right. Who's out there, huh? Let's go from the beginning right here. Here we go. We got DC Patriot. What's up, Dave? Finally got our Superman. This has me starting to get excitement again, uh, going again for DC. Well, that's good. That's good. Like I said, it just really depends on where, what you like. <laughs> Because there's some people that are just, uh, yeah, not feeling the same. What's going on? Patrick, Dave, why so serious? Watch Superman and Lois. Black Mirror, play Sleeping Dogs. Play Sleeping Dogs. Not sure exactly what that is. Something on Netflix, something on Amazon, something. I don't know. ExoWave, Wave, I'm so excited. I decided to watch all Superman, but three was bad. And I know four is worse. Ah, you know, Scott and I were actually talking about that on... DC Fanimated on Sunday, we actually kind of agree that 4 is actually better than 3 because 3 was a Richard Pryor movie that featured Superman. They were capitalizing on the, uh, the huge success of Richard Pryor. So you guys remember, Richard Pryor was actually in that movie. And to be honest, when I was a kid, I liked Superman 4. I liked Nuclear Man. I thought that was like, okay, that's something. It's different. He's fighting somebody in space wasn't all bad yeah I'm not saying it was good either but yeah what's going on Phil good to see you buddy all right we got Eric I'll say this he's got a great jawline he does hello miss Nighthawk good to see ya gorgeous Tony movie D9 uh, Tony movie Che happy D9 Neil Blomkamp fan sorry I was talking too fast well, I do really like the casting a lot, but I won't deny the fact that the only thing that, I, that that worries me is that if Superman Legacy is a great movie, I feel a lot of people are going to... Huh? Okay. That is, that is the Superman movie we've been waiting for. Okay. Yeah. For so much... Okay, you're talking about if it's going to be like a Christopher Reeves kind of thing. Okay, I get you. I get you. Mind of Inception, what is happening... And then of course we got Russ, who doesn't know how he doesn't know any. Uh, he's old man. He's like our president. He don't know where the caps lock button is. Keep on trying to tell him, but he he don't listen, man. Anyways, uh, you dig this theme? Good. You know, a little the opening. Yeah, I've been using more of a rock thing as opposed to the other thing. So uh let's see who else we got here Hello, uh, what's going on miss uh stephanie t good to see you good to see you we got john doe right here i'm so glad Cavill is out e get him just kidding we're good we're good what's going on brendan good to see you all right who else we got we got eric Pat- patterson right here good to see you we got cortez uh, I'm going to be honest, I was not rooting for set, but what's done is done. I'll give him a chance. That's all you really got to do, you know? Uh, Preet, let's see, with Black Adam, Shazam 2, and now Flash, I didn't think Black Adam would have <laughs> the best, uh, musical score. Yeah, that movie had problems, but the score was great. Which ones are your favorite? I mean, I did like Wallfish's score for The Flash, I'm not going to lie, I did like it. I'm not. I didn't hate it. Did not hate it. So, but um, yeah. I mean, yeah. The Shazam. I don't even remember what that score was really like, to be honest. But uh, I would say Black Adam had a fairly decent score too. So, you know, it's good. It's good. What is good, Mister ACS? Good to see you, Anthony. Always good to see you. We got RJ right here. Rachel only three years older, which isn't a big of a difference as uh, people think or want to say it is. Yeah. That's true. I was I was looking looking at their age difference and like, yeah, she is older. I mean, Amy Adams is older than uh, Henry Cavill, but we, you know, I think she was like more than 3 years. But then, yeah, there is a height there's a significant height difference, which I was like, "Whoa, pretty interesting." So, we'll talk a little bit about that. We got Andy here. What is going on, brother? Good to see you. Good to see you. Who else we got? We got William Powell, what is happening sir? Over in the Sci-Fi Center, we got fourth. Dollar Store Cavill will do okay. Oh, already the hates being thrown in the chat. Dollar Store Cavill, eek. Oh, you gotta love that. DJ, I feel like a mini Henry Cavill was picked (laughs) and get uh, to get ahead of criticism. You uh, can't say you dislike this pick without criticizing Cavill's look. All right. Um, I think people, some people just kind of go like, you know what? I don't, you like it or you don't. You know? It's kind of funny because when you look at, okay, I mean, I'll, I'll say this right here. Now, well, let's see. We got Southbound right here. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Lois supposed to? Yes, exactly. Peace, everyone. Good to see you. Okay. But, uh, yeah, when it comes to this whole, you know, the Superman thing and, uh, and, you know, Cavill. yes, there's uh, definitely the eyes. When you see the eyes in certain shots when it comes to pictures. I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put this out there, guys. I'm going to put this out there, you know, you know, exclusivo right here. Uh, let me, you know, let me put that drop. I'm just going to, do I have that drop? I don't even know if I have that drop ready to go. Probably not. Ah, eh, screw it. But I'm just going to say it like this. All the Superman actors look like Superman. What? uh i'm just saying i mean they all look like superman don't they they all kind of have a resemblance of superman yeah uh it's kind of funny because i know steven uh colbert he he posted a tweet that was kind of like tailored to that notion right there and man if you go to that tweet oh boy were people getting very upset very upset people who don't like the you know Zack Snyder's Superman and Cavill and everything like that. So, but it's just it is kind of funny when he, when you look at all the Superman actors and of course like we, I mean there's definitely a resemblance when you see like the eyes you know, when it comes to Corn Sweat and Henry Cavill, but uh, but then sometimes when you see other shots of him and you see like clips and everything, which that clip that I played before I started. That was from a movie, and yeah, he said he got the part, and it was just like, oh, that's fitting. That's pretty damn fitting right there. But, yeah, it's just, um, it's just kind of funny. I was like, yeah, it is kind of funny how people are reacting to this whole thing, and, and it's like, you know, th- I mean, all they all look like Superman, really. All right, thank you for the uh, two dollar super chat there, fourth. Can't wait for guns, man of steel. Oh, he spelled it like that, like steel, like he stole it. He stole it? All right. I thought they handed it to him, but okay. That's cool. I like that, though. I like the little play on that, Man of Steel. And, he, you know, that could be like a good uh, thief name right there, Man of Steel. I dig that. I do dig that. So, But thank you for the $2 super chat. I like that. Anyways, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, get to the tweets right now and see what happened in the Twitter world in the past couple of days. Let me turn that off. All right. There we go. Alright, guys. Whoops. Do I got that? Nope. Nope. Got the wrong one. There we go. Close that. And I think we're all going to be good. We're going to be good. We're going to be good. Alright. What the hell is that? I got a gnat in here. Oh, boy. Gotta love that. Alright. Let's get to the tweets and see what's happening over here. Uh, This made me laugh because, hey, come on, you know. You're talking to, I mean, I I do this too. I like the caption right here that says, me in the mirror at 3 a.m. I mean, I I, I wouldn't say 3 a.m. I would say in the morning. In the morning, I do say this. Yeah. I'm Batman. Yeah, every morning. Every morning, guys. You know, I always get into a cold shower to wake myself up. And then I look in the mirror, and I say that, yeah, I'm Batman. Speaking of Batman, we got Phil Cho right here. Look at that. See, that's pretty sweet looking. You got Adam West. Adam West, Batman, all in black. That actually looks pretty sweet. I'm not going to lie. It looks pretty sweet. Looks pretty damn sweet. Okay. Okay. And then right here so uh they're already looking at projections when it well well we'll get to the projections when it comes to the overall box office of the flash because yeah those numbers are in too but if you're wondering when you can actually watch the flash in the comfort of your own home maybe you haven't seen it yet and again i'm kind of wondering What's the life going to be for The Flash when it comes to home video, when it comes to VOD, when it comes to streaming? Kind of wondering, but you could find you could watch the movie, of course, on July 18th. That's when it's going to go to VOD, digital download, everything like that. So it should be, you know, that's 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 what I'm kind of wondering, like, what's the life going to be when it comes to that? We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. This poster is Freaking awesome, man. Awesome. Uh, Mr. Go Dot 23. Look at that. So he turned the Flash logo. He has the blue lightning. He's got the yellow lightning, so the two Flashes. He's got the Batwing. He's got Supergirl, and then he's got Batfleck on the bike. This is an awesome poster. Um, I mean, I would not mind purchasing this poster right here. The only thing I would change is like, hey, put instead of a black back background, put some kind of background to it. But that this is freaking awesome. Such an awesome poster right here. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's pretty cool. This is why you get a dog. <laughs> this is why you get a dog right here. That's right. The dog is holding on. <laughs> It's hilarious. I've seen this before, but it's just, it, it it never not, it doesn't, it never not makes me laugh when you have a dog that's holding on to the drinks when it's, I mean, it's just, it's just pretty funny. Dogs, man. Gotta love dogs. Hey, you like dogs? I like dogs. All right, then. And then here it is, right here. The flash is reportedly tracking to finish its theatrical run with two hundred and seventy-five to three hundred million worldwide. That's according to Forbes too, right there. So they are well. Let's face it, it's Forbes, so they're on top of when it comes to finances and money. But that's what they're predicting. That I mean, I hope it makes it makes it at least past three hundred million. Again, I mean, this This box office is going to be studied because it's just it's just pretty interesting. I mean, there's a lot of factors that, that went into this thing not doing so well. I thought it was going to make at least twice that or maybe just a little bit more. But, yeah, they're saying that it's going to be 300 But, again, I'm wondering exactly what the life of this movie is going to be like on streaming and home video. It's going to be interesting. But, yeah, it's really embarrassing. Yeah, it really is. It's a shakeup. It's a shakeup. I think they were banking on this thing to uh, be... They're definitely banking on it to be a little bit bigger than it actually was. But man, 300 million. Ah, you know, Dwayne Johnson's over there like, what the hell? Yeah, you don't want Black Adam. Look what happened. Your little flash movie didn't even pass my movie. (sighs) Crazy, 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 crazy. All right. Keep going. Hey, look at this, guys. I spy a Tom Hardy on the Venom 3 set. Is that who that is? Yep. well, it looks like it's Eddie Brock running. You know, not running, but walking. Eddie Brock right there, walking. Walking in that goofy way or something. I'm, like, wondering, though, like, where exactly is he at? That's not... It's definitely not New York. It's not San Francisco. So, but, yeah, that video showed up right there. So that's pretty sweet. And, uh... James Gunn says that the Batman casting for the DCU is miles and miles away. So we're not going to find that out. Probably not till next year. If that, that the earliest next year, next summer, next, not even this Comic-Con, but next Comic-Con, maybe that's we'll announce the DCU Batman. Because that's right, guys. We're getting another Batman, which we bring it on. I, I'll take another Batman. I don't care. I'm fine with that. some people are like, how can there be two Batman? It's like, well, technically at one point there was two Superman and you know, there's a Superman show. There's a, I don't know. Anyways, but I'm just saying like, I am all about like another Batman that's going to fit into this world, leave Matt Reeves to do his world. We don't need any Superman, super, you know, Wonder Woman, any, any soups over there. I'm just like, keep it, keep it. Keep Matt Reeves what he's doing, and I'm loving what Matt Reeves is doing, so please do that. But he says, miles and miles away. And then, of course, I I posted this. <laughs> Poor Nicholas Holt. Poor guy. Guy's trying to get a superhero role. First he goes for Batman for Matt Reeves, loses it to Pattinson, and then he goes for Superman, and he loses it to Corinne Sweat. Corinne Sweat. So I'm just kind of going like, maybe he'll get the DCU Batman. Now he's, to be honest, when it comes to Nicholas Holt, I don't see him as Batman. I saw him more as a Superman. I didn't see him really as a Batman. I mean, I, I would have been okay with it if Matt Reeves cast him, sure. But I like what Pattinson did. And I think Pattinson did a fantastic job. I but I see Holt more as a Superman. So I'm like, eh, and then of course we're supposed to get. Obviously, this Batman's gonna be older because we have Damien, so no, I don't see that, I was, it was a joke, but of course, people took it too seriously, when I posted that, but what can you do, you know, find something, Uh, okay, keep on going, this is pretty sweet right here, uh, I think this was what, this was, uh, Rogue Nation, Rogue Nation right here, uh, we always like this camera effect. I think even yeah, even Zack Snyder has used this effect right here. Practical, practicality. James Cameron used it for a deleted scene in uh, Terminator 2, but it's that double mirror effect kind of thing. When it comes to shooting, don't use VFX, use practicality. And this is what's awesome about this is like this shot right here with Simon Pegg putting on the face, and then of course when you see it, oh what what that looks good. And there's Tom Cruise. They did a oh wait, look at that. There was doubles doubles there was no glass or there was glass but it wasn't a mirror i just love that i love when they can pull something off like that for a really cool shot like i said Zack snyder did that in sucker punch when it came to uh the camera going basically going through the mirror it wasn't similar like this but yeah but he but he had it where it was like it went through the mirrors and stuff like that just that mirror effect is just really cool We got Mr. Uh, DeTrinty, already doing his art right here for David Corn Sweat and uh, Superman. So, I mean, obviously, we're all anxiously going to be waiting, awaiting that costume reveal. That's pretty cool. Not too shabby right there. I dig it. I dig it. We're just all hoping that he's not going to have the chonies outside the, the costume. Am I right, guys? Am I right? And then, like I said, guys, I posted a little self-pod on the Patreon last night, you know. So, and thank you for everybody who supports the Patreon. Like I said, every every little bit, every little bit helps, you know. Every little bit helps. And, uh, yeah, talk a lot about right there. Uh, we got some more, uh, we got some drawings right here of Michael Keaton's alternate suits right here, which is, are essentially action figures, Right. Like, I, 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 this looks like an action figure to me, but, I mean, it looks pretty sweet. I, I mean, there, there's that. There's that right there. That looks pretty cool because it's got that 89 logo. And on the 89 logo, if you, look, if you look closely, there's eyes. There's eyes on the logo just to make it a little bit more Batman-esque. I love that. I love that. That's cool. I like that. But whatever. Futurama coming back, guys. It's going to be on Hulu. Love Futurama. So that trailer was released. So that's pretty sweet. And then did you guys see this video right here? Look at this video right here. How the hell is this possible? This is amazing. This guy is drawing the entire Justice League right here. At the same time, like, I mean, I mean, obviously he's doing it where he's tilting the. How is this possible? When I saw this video, I was just very amazed by this. Look at that. Look at that. That is so cool. Yes, that's on a different level. 100%. My God, that is crazy. And then, yes, guys, we got uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Little internet reactions are coming through. And a lot of people are raving about it. Not everybody, but hey, most people are raving about it. So that's good. That's good. And then we got Adam West right here with the black and gray scheme with the uh, the white eyes. That's pretty awesome. Gotta love that. Hey, these Haunted Mansion posters look pretty good. I'm sure the movie's going to suck, but these I like these posters. That's a pretty freaking sweet poster right there for the Haunted Mansion. So is that one. But the movie's probably not going to be all that great. But hey, what could he do? Update! Hopefully... Ah, uh, God, I mean, every day, anytime that I hear Jamie Foxx, when I hear Jamie Foxx's name, I'm like, can we get a video? Can we get something? Because that's that's the sad part about this. We're, we're only hearing this from other people on the condition of Jamie Foxx right now. I want to see a video. I want to see what he looks like. I'm just, I don't know. To me, I'm just worried because Jamie Foxx is, when it comes to one of the most talented motherfuckers out there. It's Jamie frickin' Fox. I've been watching this guy ever since in Living Color, then the Jamie Foxx show, and then all the movies. The guy is just a massive talent, so I'm like, all right, can we get some... What is happening with Jamie Foxx? But according to John Boyega at the premiere, I guess, of uh, Tyrone Gets Cloned, which I can't wait for. That looks really awesome. Says that he talked to Jamie Foxx, and he's doing well. We, we uh, We just giving him the privacy... We can't wait for his return. So please, please. I mean, I'm just waiting for a video for him to post or something like that. That's what I want to see. I think when that day comes, because again, we're just hearing, we're just reading, we're reading quotes from other people. I just want to, can we get a video or something like that? that's all i just we get a video and then there's something else that i'm going to be talking about that's further up in the tweets that that has to do with jamie foxx and i'm kind of wondering about that too but i just want I just want video. I just want video. When it when it comes to this whole situation, I know there's like things out there and things that get political because some people are like, oh wait, it was because of the vaccine, the jab, and there's that whole thing and then of course that could be debunked and everything and then everybody starts fighting with each other and everything like that. The way I look at it, that if it was because of a vaccine, that that should be reported. If it wasn't, then that should, should be reported. Nobody should take a side on that because when it comes to these, yeah, anything that's when it comes to medical, it should be for us, because if you look at Jamie Foxx, I mean, let's face it, the guy was always in tip top shape. He was always healthy. The guy, I mean, can, has he aged since we got introduced to Jamie Foxx? I mean, the guy was like youthful and then all of a sudden he just has a stroke randomly. So what was it? Was it that, was it the vaccine or was it something else? Just report it. Don't even, there shouldn't even be any like back and forth or make it political or anything like that, because Whatever it was, it should be reported because not everything, even if it was, say it was the jab, okay, say it was that. Then report it because, let's face it, I mean, not everybody's going to react to that thing as most people. There's still going to be people that don't react to it well, and there's been numerous reports of people not reacted to it well. Healthy athletes that just drop down and everything like that, so, I mean... But it's not going to be, we all have different health. Our health is all different. We react to things differently. We're allergic to different things. We react to things differently. Like if I eat a certain thing, sometimes it doesn't settle with me like maybe somebody else. Even if it's supposed to be healthy. Spinach. Spinach does not react to my stomach well for some reason. It's supposed to be really healthy. Popeye told me it was healthy. But when I eat it, eh, eh. I just, what the hell was You know, we just react to things differently. So whatever it ends up being, whether it is that or is something else, report it and talk about it. Sorry, just going on a little rant there because I know things get all freaking political with that jab. And I'm just wondering, is anybody still talk? Anybody still taking boosters? I don't know. All right. Um, And then we got right here. We got a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem Pizza Hut teaser. Pizza Hut, that's right guys, because when you live in New York City and you want a pizza, what kind of pizza do you get? You get Pizza Hut. Of course you don't, of course you don't, of course this is all just a cross promotion, Pizza Hut's a major change, just like Domino's, Papa John's, all that stuff. But you know, in reality, in reality, if you're in New York City, you're getting John's fucking pizza. You're getting Bambino's fucking pizza. You ain't getting Pizza Hut. You don't go to New York City and get Pizza Hut. I can't even remember the last time I had a Pizza Hut. To be honest, when it comes to, like, the major chains, I think it's the worst one. But I remember I made I made fun of this right here. And then some people are like, well, wait a minute. I know Saggy. She was trying to, like, fight back against that. But I was like, hey, well, and then she admitted that, yeah, when, you, when you're when you somewhere, you get, you go to a mom and pop. You go to, you go to the local pizza, pizza places. You don't go to fucking Pizza Hut. You don't go to Pizza Hut. But, I mean, when it comes to these movies, I think the first, uh, the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, when you see, like, uh, them deliver a pizza into the sewer, like, through the vent, it's Domino's. And I think in the Michael Bay ones, they also did like Pizza Hut at one point too, the Michael Bay produced ones. I get it. I get it. It's cross-promotion with a big chain when it comes to that. But it's just it's just funny because if you live in New York City, even if you live in a sewer, you ain't getting Pizza Hut, okay? That's not that, you're not even thinking like I want pizza. You're not thinking Pizza Hut. Thankfully, though, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Secret of the Ooze. I mean, we had what's his name? I can't remember the character's name right now, uh, who was part of that. He was a pizza delivery guy from an actual pizza freaking place when it came to New York City. Pizza Hut. Blah. I can't like I said, I can't remember the last time I got a pizza a pizza from Pizza Hut. I remember back in the day, back in the day when they did the book fair thing and, you know, you get the stars on a little button. That's right. That's right, kids. We used to do that. Um, And you get like a free pizza or whatever. Kino. Thank you. That's what his name was. Thank you there. Fourth. We got Tom Cruise right here. This summer is full of amazing movies to see in theaters congratulations harrison ford on 40 years of indie and one of the most iconic characters in history i love a double feature and it doesn't get more explosive or more pink than one with oppenheimer and barbie wait a minute i thought tom cruise was upset about oppenheimer taking over all the imax screens i don't know who knows when it comes to all this but yes tom cruise all about All about this, all about uh, the double feature and seeing Indiana Jones, Oppenheimer, Barbie. But he didn't do this for the Flash. I know some people are still questioning that Tom Cruise Flash review. Eh, you know, it's whatever. It's long pass. It didn't help anything. (laughs) It didn't help. It really didn't help, but what can you do? We got a blue beetle beetle, uh, statue right here. That you could pre-order from McFarlane, which looks actually pretty damn awesome. Because that costume, look, that suit looks freaking amazing. We got Dan uh, Trachtenberg. He's, gonna be uh, he's going to be directing. He's going to direct some episodes for Stranger Things 5, which that's a W, you know. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Uh, what the hell did he do recently? I'm drawing a blank on that. Oh, he did some Black Mirror episodes. That's right. But that guy is talented, so that's a total win. That's a... win right there. So that's good. Hey, we got some more Beetlejuice set Pictures the house the Beetlejuice house Being constructed look at that. They're going back. Look at that Maitland uh, Maitland hardware. They've got the town and everything. They're redoing it. I guess they're uh, making that bridge again. Or at least a form of the bridge. That's right. They're making the bridge. Look at that. Look at these images. Oh, man. They're really doing this. This is uh, brought to you by Luna Moon Gothic right there. So, yeah. They are reconstructing that little town from the first Beetlejuice. First Beetlejuice. That's right. He also did Prey. Also did Prey. Yeah. Trachtenberg is awesome. He's a great director. What a twist! We already talked about this, how... Pamela Abdi and Michael DeLuca were saving, helping to save TCM, Turner Classic Movies. And uh, thankfully, that was going to be the happen. I talked about that, of course, on Monday's stream. But now we got this new article right here that says Steven Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, and Paul Thomas Anderson, we already knew about this, will help curate TCM. This unique arrangement initiated by David Zaslav reflects his commitment to honoring the TCM legacy while also involving us on the curation, the filmmaker said. So there you go, guys. It almost was like I mean, I'm I know some I know David Zaslov is always like an evil, evil person. He's Lex Luthor, he's he's a Trump guy. I don't know what the hell. People wanna say all all kinds of things. And I know I don't agree with everything that he's done when it comes to business decisions. When it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery and when it came to the whole turn classic movies thing and that caused an uproar. It almost seemed like he Like, maybe I'm giving him too much credit, or maybe his team or something like that. It's like, well, announce that and see what happens. And sure enough, it seems like everything is good when it comes to TCM. We got steven spielberg thomas anderson paul thomas anderson and scorsese like hey we're going to curate this we got pamela abdi and we got michael de luca that are also going to be looking over this whole stuff so we're good we're good when it comes to we can all relax now when it comes to turner classic movies which is you know it's good it's good thank god thank god what the hell this is still happening evan peters is joining tron 3 Ugh, Jesus Christ, I'm still, you know, I'm still baffled. Like, oh yeah, this is still happening because we heard about this movie like six years ago. I don't know how long ago we heard about a Tron 3 with Jared Leto, but it was it was a long time. It was a while ago. I mean, and it's been even, you know, it's been 12, 30- When did Tron 2 come out? Tron Legacy? When did that come out? Which, you know, it's not as good as the first, but it's still enjoyable. But yeah, Evan Peter's going to be joining that too. Yeah, look at that—the Sandman season two, filming currently right now. Got that set stuff. Did you guys see this too? Um, Warner Brothers and uh, talking about Max. Yeah, uh, when it when, when it came to this right here, that, that they're going to be in that doc talking about obviously the the legacy. It's going to be a Max original. When it comes to, uh, you know, talking about the comic books, the art and the filmmaking, the TV shows, everything when it comes to when it comes to D.C., which is great. I'll be looking forward to it, but don't expect anything from Zack Snyder's Justice League. I think we already knew about this. We saw there was a Rolling Stone article that talked about how this doc is not going to pull from anything when it comes to Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's the only thing I'm like, wow. But. It is, of course, going to still have Zach. you know, when it comes to Watchmen, Man of Steel and BVS. Sure. But but what was funny is when they released the um, this trailer right here, they fucked up. They fucked up when it came to. Oh, you're not going to show. Come on. It froze on me. Fucking Twitter. Elon Musk, what are you doing? Anyways. Um, uh, the video just messed up, so can't really do it. I'm not going to refresh, but, uh, um, I'm so, I'm going to watch it and check it out. But yeah, they, 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 they fucked up because when they showed like Cavill doing the shirt rip, which is of course at the end of justice league, they put that it was from man of steel and it was like, Oh Jesus Christ. Really? Did you just really do that? I mean, how are are you just... uh, It was just like one of those things where it's like, you saw that, and... uh, Yeah, that's right. I still got to fix those right there. It was just like, come on, really? But, you know, what can he do? (laughs) Yeah, it's just all ridiculous. All ridiculous. But you know what's not ridiculous? Henry Cavill right here. The Witcher premiere in London... And he's looking like he's having a good time right here. Very well. Taking pictures, signing things. Oh, he no. does oh, Yes! Thank oh, you, yes. Thank oh, you, yes. Thank yes. you. <laughs> bloody father. Thank you. There you go. Hit me for real, Cheers, man. Okay. Pleasure, mate. Good luck. Uh, thank, thank you very much. DC World right here. Cheers, man. Can you get Father Clark on? Henry! Henry! Ask him. Ask him, bro. Go for it. Go for it. So there he is. Look at Sharp. Look at Sharp. Oh man, what a journey that that guy's been on when it comes to characters that he loves. And now he's no longer doing them, but he's got another character that he's going to be doing that he loves when it comes to Amazon. So at least there's that. At least there's that. <laughs> I'm a dick. I'm a dick. Sometimes I just, you know. Nicholas Holt is now a member of the Academy. And then I quote tweeted by saying, yeah, but not a member of the Justice League. But dum bum Yeah, I know. I went for it. Some people are like, oh, but, you know, you guys know I'm joking. Come on. It was funny. It was funny. I thought it was funny. I was like, yeah, but he's not going to be a member of uh, the Justice League. Ouch. But speaking of the Academy, yeah, there's all kinds of people. Yeah, Taylor Swift, guys. Taylor Swift is going to be <laughs> part of the Academy as well. Yeah, so so many people that got announced that are going, going to be part of the Academy. Going to be part of the Academy right there. Yeah, I know. That gif was actually really good. Right, Stephanie? That was good. Yeah, I know. Even Ben said it was harsh. And Jesus Christ, when Ben said it was harsh, I was like, whoa, I'm, I'm going to cross the line on that one because... <laughs> Let's face it, Ben. Don't hold back. No, but uh, yeah, numerous people got announced to be uh, part of the academy as members. But yeah, I was I, I was really rooting for Taylor Swift to be to become one of these members. Really was. I was like, you know what? When she broke up with her seventeenth boyfriend, I was like, yes. I hope she gets. Welcomed into the academy, so then she could start watching these films and start voting on them. I was excited, guys. I was excited. So did David Zaslov, by the way. So David Zaslov also got there, so. And we got Mortal Kombat. We know that's filming right now. There's a logo right there on the slate. Looks pretty cool. You got the dragon going around the two, the Roman numeral of two. And it's green, which is pretty sweet. I like that. Tom Cruise on if he gets scared doing dangerous stunts. I just don't mind that feeling. I kind of like that feeling. There's a lot of things I still want to do. Like go to space. Remember, guys, we're still going to get something where Tom Cruise goes to space. Yeah. I I mean, God knows what he's going to be doing in Dead Reckoning Part 2. But yeah the guy just thrives on adrenaline. he's an adrenaline junkie. It's like yeah you feel scared, but he likes that feeling. He likes the feeling of being scared, I guess, you know? Power to him. So yeah, she got nominated. I get that I get she's been nominated for, for music stuff like that, but yeah, it's just but it's just I don't know I, I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift. I always gotta, I, just gotta, I, I had to let that me know. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Uh, A good article right here when it comes to Mel Brooks being the goat that he is. So basically when uh, he said, you have some wonderful stories of basically getting away with stuff at studios. I learned one of the very, uh, very simple tricks. Say yes, simply say yes. Like Joseph E. Levine on The Producer said, the curly haired guy, he's funny looking, fire him. He wanted me to fire Gene Wilder. And I said, yes, he's gone. I'm firing him. I never did, but he forgot. After the screening of Blazing Saddles, the head of Warner Brothers threw me into the manager's office, gave me a legal pad and a pencil, and gave me maybe 20 notes. He would have changed Blazing Saddles from a daring, funny, crazy picture and would a uh, stultified, dulled, dusty, old Western. He said, no, farting. I said, it's out. Continuing on. That's probably the most famous scene in the movie, the campfire scene. I know. He said, you can't punch a horse. I said, you'll never see it again. I kept saying, you're absolutely right. It's out. Then when he left, I crumpled up all his notes and I tossed it in the waste paper basket. And John Cayley, who was running production at Warner Brothers at the time, said, good filing. That was the end of it. You say yes and you never do it. That's right. Mel Brooks, the GOAT. The GOAT. He got notes from, hey, it's just funny that it's Warner Brothers. He got numerous notes saying that they don't want this, they don't want that. And then he said, yeah, sure, it's out. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. And he kept everything in. I could think of another director that that kind of did something like that, too. Fucking hard fact. Yeah. Remember when Zach was like, okay, yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah, we're going to shoot the movie the way that Jeff Johns is rewriting the script and everything like that, but then also shot the movie that he wanted to shoot. So he shot, you know, oh, yeah, I'll shoot your scene with the jokes and whatnot, but I'm also going to shoot what I want. You got to love that. You got to love that. I just, you know, more directors should be like that. More directors should be like good old Mel Brooks, the goat, the goat. You know, you're. I mean, you got these, you got these suits that are up there trying to make decisions. It's absolutely ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Did you guys see this? Oh, I shouldn't have. <laughs> so you know, Gotham Knights is done. Gotham Knights is done and uh yeah there's the image of uh harvey's den two-face right there and uh it's quite an image i mean they went for it they went for it it's probably not the best but uh yeah it was just kind of funny because it said why the why the gotham knight show failed and then i just thought well that's a funny little featured image right there i thought that was cool use that it was really bad It's, it's 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 whatever i'm never gonna watch that show but here we go. When I was talking about Jamie Foxx earlier, we have a spawn reboot. I don't know why they're calling it a spawn reboot. There was like one freaking movie. We got a spawn movie update right here. It's in very active development and will likely hit theaters in 2025, according to Jason Blum. And then it kind of makes you wonder because, like I was talking about when it comes to Jamie Foxx, Jamie Foxx is was cast as the lead a long time ago, similar to the whole Tron situation. With Jared Leto, it's like we heard about that how many years ago? How many years ago? Six, seven, eight? I don't know. And then when it comes to Jamie Foxx, same thing. We heard about him being the lead in a new Spawn movie so long ago. And now, I mean, I would not be surprised if <sighs> he's going to get recast. I was looking forward to seeing Jamie Foxx as the lead. But we're going to get, he's going to get recast because obviously, if he, it's going to take a while for him to re, if, Fingers crossed that he pulls out of this thing that he's going through when it comes to his health. And then he's going to have to, like, get back into normal shape. That's not going to be instant. If this movie is going to be coming out in 2025, there's no way that Jamie Foxx is going to be the lead anymore. No way he's going to be playing him anymore. No way. So that sucks. That does suck. Real Anarchy tomorrow. Make sure you guys see that. This is a pretty cool 3D render of Henry Cavill's Superman. That looks awesome. Thought that was sweet. Uh Uh-oh. Deadline can reveal that the SAG-AFTRA prepared to strike. Later, the letter has now been signed by over a 1,000 actors, including Charlize Theron, Joaquin Phoenix, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kobe Smulders, and Pedro Pascal as the uh, the SAG president. Fran Drescher. Yes. So we're looking at another strike that's going to be happening, of course, with the SAG-AFTRA. So I look forward to that i still haven't figured out the whole writer's strike thing my god ah uh, so funny and this is funny too uh, barbie oppenheimer crossover has begun gotta love that people on the internet this is when the internet's actually pretty you know funny when they do stuff like that because we we joked about the whole barbie the barbie dream house they made that so people are like okay christopher nolan now you should do your marketing set off a bomb Set off a bomb. Why not? Set off a bomb. How are we feeling out there? Are we good? Mel Brooks is more of a badass than people know. In World War II, he disobeyed orders to play a prank on Nazis. That's pretty funny. Yeah, Mel Brooks, I mean, he's he's great. He's absolutely fantastic. Warrior TV show tomorrow is a go. Okay, Jonathan Major's spawn. Wouldn't be surprised because, I mean... He, you know, he put things, you know, we talked about that video, which I'm going to post a, a film junkie shot tomorrow about that because it's really good information that has to do with how cuckoo kachoo, his uh, ex-girlfriend actually is. And he put a whole lawsuit against her on that. And it looks like he's like he won that essentially. It's like everything's looking good for Jonathan Majors. Like he just he got some, you know, that's that's the thing, you know. People are crazy. People are crazy. Both men and women. They're, we're all crazy. We're all freaking crazy. So, <laughs> you know, and some are crazier than others. And he found a crazy one. He found a crazy one when it came to, uh, you know, making, you know, you get what I'm saying. But uh, all right. We got a super chat right here. Five dollars. Appreciate that from uh, Fire. If I could bring up the chat thing right here, let's talk about this. Okay, hi Dave. Random question: Who would you cast Samara Weaving, and uh, who who would you cast Samara Weaving? Okay, who would I cast them as? Hmm. Samara Weaving. Well, Samara Weaving. I don't know who could Samara Weaving cast be an Anya Taylor Joy. <sighs> I'm trying to think of like who could be in there. You know, when it comes to that, when it comes to either one of those, see, uh, anytime I get put on the spot, I just, my, my mind goes blank. Who could, I mean, they're both, they're both, they both have similarities when it comes to both of them. You know, they got these, you know, these long kind of eyes, they're blonde. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, I don't know at the moment trying to think, I'm like, I don't know. I can't really think of who they could be right now. Well, yeah. There's Vicky Vale. That almost seems like it's a little too easy. That almost seems like it's a little too easy. Vicky Vale. I mean, I don't even think they would actually do a Vicky Vale, would they? Maybe they would. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. So, Vicky Vale for either one of them. I mean, I would think that would more fit. Well, they're both. They both have a report. Samara Weaving more of that. I don't see. I don't see and Taylor Joy joining this stuff. To be honest, I don't see that. But hey, Jennifer. Yeah. Jennifer speaks, hmm, interesting. I'd rather see the guy from Tenet for spawn, hmm, oh, you're talking about uh you're talking about John David of Washington. That's not a bad idea either, yeah, she could be a cool raven, but yeah, I guess she could be if yeah, older, yeah, she'd be pretty cool as Raven as well, learning again, yeah, see there you go, I mean that's yeah you bring that up, but I'm just like to fit like their... their. Hmm. A bit like Samara Weaving. I don't know. I don't know. But poor thing. I mean, I guess she was on the list for Lois at one point, right? And good to see you, Meg, by the way. Thank you for joining. All right. David Corn Sweat and Rachel Brosahan. There's our Superman and Lois. Holy crap. And it's been crazy seeing everybody's reaction to it. I've seen mainly positive. Of course, you know, you're always going to see the negativity. And I've... Yeah, I'll see the negativity in my comments. I'm sure I'll see the negativity in, uh, the, you know, the comments underneath this video or this stream, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's been absolutely crazy, but it's, it's, it's funny when you look at these two, when you actually look at these two and they just, again, I'm just kind of going like, all right, when it comes to the style of what James Gunn is going for when it comes to Superman Legacy, especially the the leads right here. It is interesting because like I showed you at the beginning of this stream when it came to corn sweat then I got the part. I got the part. That was a movie that took place in what, the 40s? Uh, the marvelous Mrs. Mazel. I mean that's what everybody's mainly knowing who Rachel Brosenhan's from. I'm like, all right, is James Gunner like gonna bring kind of like that? Okay, we have like an old timey and modern mash it together and have like this world kind of like resemble that a little bit. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of interesting because just all the clips, you know, just the clips that I was seeing from the two actors. And it was mainly just where they were playing like these, you know, 40s, 50s characters or whatnot and everything like that. So I don't know. Who knows? And then, of course, when it comes to who's going to be next, when it comes to announcing villain, most likely Lex Luthor, We already heard about the Skarsgård brothers that are up for the role of Luthor, but maybe there's going to be a Jimmy Olsen that's going to be announced too. And what's funny about that is like when I was talking about when I saw on my timeline and let's see if I can fight it here. When I saw my timeline, oops, I should turn the chat thing off. Whoop. There we go. Um, all right. So when I was saw my timeline, I'm sure some of you guys thought I was like, So you know, a home of DCU was talking about like, oh yeah, who would actually be a good Jimmy Olsen, and 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 I don't know why I was just like, you know what, maybe if they're gonna go for an actual young dude that's you know that's an actual ginger, they're gonna actually go for that. I was like, well, why not why not Cameron Monaghan? I mean, I was like, I just type I typed in ginger actors. I swear to God, I typed in ginger actors, and then he came up. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Wouldn't that be interesting? But then of course, a lot of people were actually okay with that. And then um, and then all of a sudden like people were going like, no, 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 he's too old. He can't do that. Nah, it's just not going to work and blah, 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 blah. There's no way that they're actually going to like, would cast him. And I'm like, yeah, it was just something that was like, eh, I thought it was interesting. Although you never know, he might be going for the role. Is he going to go for the role? Maybe, I don't know. I just thought, not, not too shabby. Of course, you know, he played like a version of the Joker on Gotham. So some people were talking about that. I should probably turn that off. But then it also It also begs the question, too, will they actually hire a redheaded young kid? Because we all know like when it comes to Hollywood, they always seem to be like, ah, we don't like that's a ginger character? No, no, we're gonna change it to uh, somebody, uh, uh, an actor of color. We're going to, we're going to change the, uh, the color of the character because for some reason when it comes, and I know a lot of people, that's what a lot of people even said too, when they were talking about, when they were pushing back against this choice, they're like, no, there's no way Hollywood doesn't like gingers. No, no, they're just going to change it to a person of color. And I'm like, okay, I could see that they're pro- they might do that when it comes to Jimmy, but I'm just saying, I mean, what if when it comes to Superman legacy, what if they just decide to not, you know, I mean, obviously there's, Jimmy's gonna play a, a significant role when it comes to Superman Legacy, so maybe they won't. Maybe they'll actually be like, you know what? Let's, Jimmy Olsen is a red-headed character. He is a ginger, so let's cast an actual ginger actor. An unknown, it's gonna be somebody unknown, just like the leads, but I'm just like, and I'm like, yeah, just do it. I mean, yeah, there's other characters, you just flip-flop and there. but I'm just saying like, because, I don't know, this it's such a touchy thing when it comes to Superman right now in this day and age because, obviously, there's a lot riding on this movie being successful. So, obviously, there's going to be like, okay, if they... There's already been people, obviously, when you have the Jimmy Olsen... There's been Jimmy Olsons that have been, you know, a person of color or something like that, which is totally fine. I'm just saying, like, Perry White, obviously... I, I'll have Lawrence Fishburne in the role. I, doesn't, I don't think anybody really cares if you, whatever you do when it comes to race... Race swapping that character, sure. Make it, you know, put, put Antonio Banderas there. I don't care. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Whatever, but when it comes to, like, Jimmy, though, I was like, no, no, go for the ginger. Go for the ginger, James Gunn. Do it. Do it. Do it, I say. But anyways, but I'm sure we'll get probably some villain roles next, but, uh, but yeah, when it comes to Corn Sweat and uh, Brosnahan, yes, it was, of course, announced yesterday. Superman Legacy, James Gunn taps uh, David Sweat and Rachel Brosnahan for Clark Kent and Lois Lane in DC Studios film. Following months of audition tapes, audition tapes, screen tests, Warner Brothers and uh, DC Studios have their new Clark Kent and Lois Lane. David Corensweat, blah, 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 blah. The test took place over two days with the men, one of which their where the three actors were in full Superman attire. I just kind of wonder, so were they wearing the Reeves costume? Were they wearing the Cavill costume? What costume were they wearing? I want to see those screen tests. You know, because, you know, we saw Cavill in the, uh, of course, Christopher Reeve costume. And uh, Zack Snyder, of course, posted those images, which looked very, it looked so weird. It looked so weird because, you know, Cavill was way thinner. He he didn't you know pack on the pounds of the, the muscle yet, so he was like leaner, and it was just weird seeing him in that costume. So I'm, I'm I'm sure that they they probably it probably was the Reeves costume. I imagine right. There's no way that it wasn't. No way that it wasn't, so um, So then continuing on. Warner Brothers has yet to say whether or not they will be attending this year's Comic-Con in San Diego, so there is still a chance the two could be introduced at the studio's Hall H panel. Let's, yeah, I mean, we can only hope for that. I mean, I know there's going to be some kind of representation when it comes to Z- DC there, but we don't know if it's live action quite yet. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and then, of course, it gives a description right here, and then if you look at the... If you look at the IMDB of these two actors, I mean, again, fantastic that they're going for unknowns as they should. I I actually had somebody in my comment on my video on Instagram go, this is going to be horrible. Corn sweat has never been in a major leading role and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, so what major leading role did Cavill or Reeve have Ruth? Like, I mean, like again, it's like just say you don't like the movie and you don't like the actors. You don't have to come up with excuses of like of why this is bad. <laughs> you don't have to. For Corin Sweat, the film will mark his first major leading role in a major studio film, having previously appeared in projects like Pearl, The Politician, and We Own This City. So, and uh, thank you, Xfire, for the two-dollar super chat. David, yeah, it says Dave Pena casting the new Batman. There you go. Uh, I got the chin for it, right? Maybe I can play one of the Robins. From the start, his name was floated to the top and following the final edition, sealed the deal on the biggest role of his career thus far. And then when it comes to Brosnahan, is coming off her final season of her career making role in Amazon's The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I've heard great things about and I'll check it out as soon as I can, probably and definitely before we get Superman Legacy, which has earned her a number of accolades, including an Emmy win. She also has been at the top of the list of women to play Lois Lane following what many have described as the best audition of the process. Wow, that's got to be nice to read. Hopefully she read that, that it was the best audition. That's cool. I like that. I remember when she was on The View. Remember when she was on The View and she was on the short list and then they brought it up and she was all like, yeah, you look like I can't say anything. Can't say anything. And now here she is with the role. It's great. And you look at their IMDB. I mean, she's done mainly TV. It's kind of funny because she had a recurring role on House of Cards. Corinne Sweat had one episode that he was in when it came to House of Cards. So they have crossed paths before and i'm sure they have great chemistry like i said anytime we see a clip it's just it's always like a it's always a clip from a movie that they know are or the marvelous mrs mazel and it just seems like okay they just have like uh, and i'm just going what what is old-timey meets modern i don't know i'm hoping that's going to be like kind of like the case right there but yeah We'll see. We'll see. We'll see uh, what their chemistry is like. I'm sure it's great because that's number one right there. I, I, man, but I tell you what, I've seen people like go like, oh, yeah, they wasted Amy Adams. I saw that on the on the on the on the timeline, too. Like when it came to Amy Adams, Lois Lane, they wasted her. And I'm like. I mean, obviously, yeah, we wanted more. Sure. But when it came to Man of Steel. They did not. She was a very pivotal role in that she found Clark. And then when it came to BVS, she was very pivotal to that, too. She almost died. She was very pivotal to that. Yeah, and Justice League, it was, like, not that much, but there wasn't that much Superman. Justice League was very much all about more of the other characters, sure. But, yeah, it's just kind of funny. But, yeah, just the reactions to all this. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, you've seen, I've seen some really gross things, too, and I've had some people say, like, weird things, too. I mean, yeah, just, pat, you know... Let's face it. We're we're in for for this right now. When it comes to people hating this, I mean that's just the thing now nowadays to do is just to hate everything that anybody else likes. So, uh, Dave Pena for yeah for Jimmy Olsen. Well, I made the joke, Scoot, right at the beginning in my little opening bit. It's like yeah, I'm older than both of them, which you know like we were talking about. But did you guys see the height difference? People were talking about the height difference between. Corn Sweat, and Brosnahan, it's a foot and one inch. She's 5'3", he's 6'4". Wow, he's a tall guy. He's a tall Superman, he's got, what, six months to get, you know, to, uh, to bulk up, eat nothing but whole chickens and the ass end of horses and drywall, and he's going to just lift, 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 and get all big and huge and everything, maybe, or maybe, or maybe uh, James Gunn wants a more leaner Superman, kind of how Reeves wanted a leaner Batman. You never know. You never know, He might. they might be leaner, but he's got six months to get in shape. I'm sure like, you know, it's Hollywood. So I mean, six months should take, shouldn't take too long. But I mean, if they want him really big, they might be like, hey, take this, you know, all of a sudden, he, you know, hey, 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 Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne Johnson, what are you, what are you taking? Just saying. Uh, Meg, do you think if the SAG stuff and writer stuff wasn't going on right now, they would have saved the case? Oh, well, I think they would have saved the casting if the Flash was doing well. If the Flash was killing it at the box office, we would not be talking about this right now, I feel. I think they would have saved it. But, yeah, that could be part of it, too, when it comes to the strikes and stuff. Oh, yeah, I 100% think there's a lot of things that that very much fast-tracked this casting Right here, but I just really hope that this this is 100% who James Gunn wanted. And yeah, it might have been maybe the hours, the days were longer, the days and everything were longer probably because they were really trying to be like, hey, we got to get this out there. So yeah, I, I, I all I'm all I'm just hoping I, I'm just. Hoping that 100% this is who he wanted. And it seems like they're good choices when it comes to all this. And now bring on Luther. Bring on Brainiac. Bring on Jimmy Olsen. Bring on Perry White. Just just, just announce the cast. Maybe they'll save the entire cast for Comic-Con. That'd be kind of sweet. You know, since they already announced, it's like, all right, we introduced them. Again, they should really take advantage of that. Marvel and nobody else is going to really be at Comic-Con. Take advantage of that Hall H Bring them two on stage. Let's get them together and get them talking already. Uh, make a whole thing, show the logo. And then, hey, you want to meet the rest of the cast? We have so and so is Jimmy Olsen, so and so is Perry White, so and so is Brainiac. You know, it's just kind of that could that would blow up. That would blow up Comic Con. I'm just saying. But it's like it, you know, you got to have that money stuff, right? That's all. <sighs> He's going to get the secret juice from. <laughs> yeah, right. Anybody that doesn't support the future or want Cavill back need to find a new hobby because I'm tired of the negativity. Yeah, I mean, it's always going to be there. It's always going to be there. Derpy, uh, derpy entertainment. It's always going to be there. It's always going to be there no matter what. It's always going to be there. I mean, again, I was, you know, when it, back in the, when 10 years ago. You know, especially with BVS. I mean, there are people that just were hating that. Now it's you know it's a different group that's hating this, and I don't know. It's always going to be there. Thought DC, yeah. Well, it said HBO. The so bang, it said HBO is not going to be there. So that doesn't necessarily mean DC and Warner Brothers. Uh, Mr. Laugh now, cry later. Think we will get Joker two or Batman two news? That's what I'm hoping for too. I really hope that. Let's get that. The punk loser alcoholic—they will love it when it comes out. I don't think they will. Not—not not the ones that are really rallying against this. No, they won't. They won't. It they, they doesn't matter. They—they've already made up their minds. See, that's what's happening nowadays. It's like people already make their minds up whether they're gonna like something or not. I think. Um, I and I appreciate the people who maybe even do that, then go like watch a movie and then go, "Holy shit!" I—I I mean, I'll do that too. We all have our bias. We all have our bias, so when we go into a movie, I mean, I always try to go with an open mind. But sometimes I just go in there and go, "Fuck, I, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to watch this." But then I'll walk out sometimes and be like, "Wow, that was actually better than I thought." But yeah, people are already, people have already written. Just like when it comes to, just like when it came to Zack and Zack Snyder's Justice League, when he saw some of those negative. Reviews and you can't, you could see the history of that said critic. You're like, oh yeah, you already wrote this. You wrote this back in 2017. You've been saving this review. You know, some say it's just the way it is nowadays. People are already going in there, like already with like, ah, I'm, I'm going to hate this. I know I did that at the beginning and I shouldn't do that now. That's right. Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny is coming out tomorrow. I'm going to go see it. Um, So, yeah, can't wait for it. Interesting. I mean, when it came to uh, Kingdom of Crystal Skull, it was kind of a letdown. But hey, you know, this one might be better. It's James Mangold. We like him. He's a good filmmaker, but uh, yeah, let's talk about some reviews and talk about those box office projections right now. It currently sits on the Devil Fruit site, 183 reviews, 66%. That's right. It is a fresh one. It isn't as thrilling as earlier adventures, well, duh, but the nostalgic rush of seeing Harrison Ford back in action helps Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny find a few final bits of cinematic treasure. So that's the consensus right there when it comes to the critics. So let's see what some of these people are saying. Let's start off with Richard Roper, who gave it a not so great review. The main plot. Line is creaky, corny, and contrived, and the final action twist lands the story in such disastrous B-movie territory that not even Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones can rescue it from collapsing in a dust heap of mediocrity. Ouch, Mr. Roper, my God. Ford still wears the character's signature fedora, like nobody's business, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge's new Helena, Shaw brings refreshing vigor and roguish attitude to a throwback story that feels both wildly bizarre and way too safe way too safe it approves as it continues or maybe i just surrendered yielding to the movie's disposable pleasures it's yearning to entertain you mangold's old school classism and or and of course Ford. that's uh somebody from the new york times right there Given the overtones of finality, the Dial of Destiny doesn't feel like the landmark cultural moment it wants to be. Still, it's a slick piece of entertainment that earns our goodwill by respecting the Raiders' legacy and maintaining a high level of craft. Right there, from Newsday. Let's, let's look at another bad one right here. I realize, this is from Baltimore Magazine, Max Weiss. I realize, as I describe this, that it all sounds kind of good. The problem is, I'm describing the best parts. Dial of Destiny was the only, (laughs) was the only, the the barest thread of a storyline on which to hang its many elaborate action sequences. So she didn't like the story, but liked the action sequences. Okay, well, that's good. While Mangold winks at the absurdity he directs in such a level-headed way that the thing never descends to outright comedy. Holding it all together is Ford. Well, let's hope. We all want that, right? And this time he invests Indy with an inner depth not previously seen. Well, that's good. And then we got Chicago uh, Daily Herald right here. It says a sequel where the snappiest asset is Indy's whip. What? Ugh. All right, and then we'll wrap it up with uh, this is easily the worst of the series that has been maddening before, scattershot before, even bad before, but never so Oh, So, yeah, yeah, some people are just saying that, but mainly people are saying that it's good. So, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not looking for. I mean, as long as it's better than Crystal Skull, I... I should give that movie another chance. Maybe I will. I mean, I've seen the first three Indiana Jones movies so many times. I've only seen Crystal Skull, like, twice. Just because I just, eh, it was just like whatever when it came to that. But let's look at the box office. Box office projections as they've come out. And we're going to look at Variety's article right here. Box office, Indiana Jones 5 to lasso, $65 opening, a decent start except for its huge $290, five dollars budget. Decent? <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's decent, but all right. Sure. So it says right here, the fifth and final adventure to star Harrison Ford as a legendary globe-trotting explorer is targeting at least $65 million, of course, in the domestic box office. And then when it comes to aiming for a more global, it could add another 80 in the global start at $145 million to $150 million. All right, so not the best, but we'll see. I mean, these projections are weird. When it came to The Flash, I thought, ah, the projections, they've been off. They were off with Across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse made more. When it came to The Flash, it went the opposite direction, sadly. um, When it comes to Indiana Jones, who knows? Hopefully it can make a bit of a splash or whatever, but I don't know. I'm going to go see it, hopefully enjoy it. And, uh, I mean, it is the wrap-up of Harrison Ford, is it? Even though we all kind of thought the last one was like, I don't know. But we'll see. But that's what the uh, the numbers are looking like right now. How are we feeling about it? We all seen it right there. Big money hit like folks. That's what I'm saying. MSGT. Uh, RJ, it's not going to live up to the original trilogy. Not at all. And that's fine. Yeah. Just uh, end it in a way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't like Rise of Skywalker. Don't do it like that. June bloodbath. Right. It might be another one. It might be another one. When you consider the fact that the budget for Indy is upwards of 300 million with the marketing. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, they they, the reshoots and the different endings and everything. Yeah, that was that was not so fantastic when it came to that. Yeah, the leaks for Indy five are saying the movie is in heavy. Mary Sue, the whole Mary Sue thing. He's fucking old. Indy is old. So his goddaughter, Helena, is going to need help. But yeah, I mean, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to go, you know, hopefully you guys go check it out if you're indie fan or maybe you guys going to wait. Are we going to wait right here? I don't know. But uh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. You agree? You agree? All right, let's see what. What am I doing here? Not that. Let's do this. All right, let's go to uh the third topic. Sorry, after the topics, I'm trying to read your guys' comments, you know, a little more interaction. I wanted to do a little bit more interaction when it came to when it came to the uh, the chat right now. So people are using Max Landis terminology. <laughs> oh god. <sighs> and then Russ, you still don't know where that caps lock. I mean, seriously, turn the cap I mean He's yelling at a cloud right now. Uh, He wants stuff to like ban you or something. Just stop. He should have retired. Yeah, yeah, He's gonna keep on going. He's gonna keep on going. So, Christian Bale. (laughs) I'm not wearing hockey pants. Now I meant to talk about this on Monday, but I forgot. I was gonna do it when it came to the tweets. When it came to the tweets, because, and then talking about The Flash, because a lot of people were talking about it. Sadly, people always love to take things out of context. Somebody clips it out, puts it on Twitter, and immediately they're like, yep, look it, you see that? Everything about that is true. All that. All the context is there. We don't need to see anything more. I don't need to watch the whole thing and get the full context. That's all I needed to see right there to bitch about it. Aren't we awesome? It's what we do nowadays. It's what we do nowadays. It's weird. It's absolutely weird, but when it came to the whole thing, there was, like, news that came out that, oh, yeah. um, When it came to uh, this clip right here of Kevin Smith on the Batman Beyond, the Fat Man Beyond podcast, when it came to Christian Bale, this is what was being passed around right here. They were asking Christian Bale for like months and months, hoping that he'd break down, and he was like, no. So they're like, all right, let's pivot, Let, let's do another Batman, and they just grabbed George Clooney. They were asking Christian Bale. So they're talking about that, they're talking about Ashton Christian Bale. So some people were taking it at the the, the fact that it's like, okay, well, yeah, what if Christian Bale was like the Batman that you know instead of Michael Keaton? So I saw people talking about that. And then, of course, you know, there was people that were like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. But but Kevin Smith right here goes, what's missing from the fat man b- beyond clip is when I said, I think there's a world and it feels like it was just conjecture, not inside information. Here's an actual credible THR article by Boris Kitt about how that cameo was shot six months ago. So talking about that. So get off of that. Stop it. But then, uh, whoops. Oh yeah, but then there's this right here. Not a good article that you want to see. The flash bombing might have killed hope for Batman Beyond movie for good. (laughs) Oh no, say it ain't so. That sucks man yeah so apparently yeah that was another thing i wanted to talk about when it came to that stream but i was mainly talking about the schumacher cut stuff is the fact of the matter is he does say this that he heard this is actually something that he did here is that they were looking at oh yeah the flash is successful with michael keaton we're gonna do a batman beyond Well, that ain't happening now. We've wanted that forever, but it's not going to happen. It's just not happening now. So, fuck, man. That sucks. It sucks that that's the case. But, uh, nah, not getting a Batman Beyond. I I thought that would have been perfect. I know they were trying to make almost like Batgirl was almost going to be like a Batman Beyond kind of scenario when it came to at least, you know, older Batman teaching a younger a younger person to be a bat person. So they were trying to do that. And we all were like, no, we want an actual Batman Beyond. We want Terry. We want like a, a, a cyberpunk type of Gotham City. But yeah, we're not gonna be getting that either. So, I mean, ugh. But when it comes to the Christian Bale thing, yeah. I don't think they wanted to ask him. Maybe they had him, they, maybe they were like thinking, okay, maybe. He was like a maybe, and maybe they did ask him, but like I said, it wasn't actually full-on 100% true when it came to that. So. Uh, How come all the Batmen looked different, but Flash was Ezra Miller no matter what? Well, I mean, he went back, and they kind of explained that, like the Bat, you know, the spaghetti malty pasta kind of thing. It's like, okay, you're still in your timeline so you still look like you you still have your parents your parents did the you know they smashed at the, the the same time which all the cells formed your exact face still but when it came to another universe kind of crisscrossing your bruce wayne got replaced by another bruce wayne it's just like one of those things you know <sighs> keaton batman beyond not not having yeah i know it sucks. One day, maybe Ben. Yeah, see, that's the thing we can hope for, Scoot, is the fact that I would love in, like, ten years, like, maybe, and then maybe this could be part of what James Gunn's going to be doing. It's like, you do a Batman Beyond and maybe have Ben Affleck. You know, Elseworld, we could do something like that, make it all crazy, cyberpunky, all that stuff. And yes, Meg, I would love to see Batgirl still as well, especially when we keep seeing stuff from him. It's like, just release a goddamn thing, but I don't know if that's going to happen. But yeah, maybe one of these days, you know, a decade from now or whatever the hell we could have Ben Affleck actually do the bat, come back as Bruce and well, he can either do a Dark Knight Returns thing, but he already kind of did when it came to BVS or, he you know, do a Batman Beyond kind of scenario, because I think that was the last time we're going to see Keaton as Batman for sure, unless they release uh, Batgirl, unless they actually do that. But I, you know, I think we don't, we all know that that's kind of probably happened, but you never know. You just never know with everything that's happening right now, with the strikes and all, they might just be like, here, take it. Secret Invasion Episode 2. Whoa, Nick Fury's really in the thick of it, isn't he? Oh, that's right. Uh, Enjoyed this episode. It's slower than some of the other episodes or some scenes where I was like, all right. But yeah, this this episode was relatively slower than the first one, which makes sense. Obviously, the first episode, you have to make it more exciting. Hey, I know that person. Hey, I know that person. And then we got some exciting stuff that happens. And a lot more definitely happened. In this episode, it was more like, all right, we're expanding on this story. And spoiler alert, guys, not for this episode, but for the last episode, because that's usually what happens. I talk about what happened at the last episode. The spoil and usually there could be a cliffhanger ending, so you've been worn right here, mute or whatever. But yes, Miss Maria Hill getting killed at the end of last episode. It was like, oh my god, we got Kobe Smolders back. Cool, sweet. And then she dies in the first episode. Is she really dead though? That's that's always what we always ask. But it continued on in this episode to the point where we met her mom. We saw the whole thing What I thought that was a good scene. We see the the casket, of course, with the flag wrapped around it and everything. And then of course Rhodey comes back. Uh Rhodes, he he's back in this episode who's, you know, pushes back against Nick Fury. They have some, you know, they have a good scene together when it comes to this. But we do get a little backstory uh with Gareth. Garrick? Gareth? I'm I'm totally drawing a blank on it's yeah, on the main character. You know, I know it's something like that. Gareth? Garrick? Garrick. I don't know. You guys tell me. But we get a backstory of where his character is coming from, why he's doing this. So we get the whole villain backstory. Olivia Coleman, by the way, she's fantastic in this. She's absolutely fantastic in this series. I like her character, you know, because I don't know, she just because she's like, there's something I don't know she's like she's like kind of evil but she's on the good side and she doesn't give a shit and she just wants to get information and I don't know I just really like her character so I don't know that scene where uh, Talos and Fury were talking on the train was... Yeah, that was really good, too, um, with, uh, with Mendelssohn and Jackson. Yeah, they were on the train, and they were just kind of doing, like, a, a thing that I guess they do where it's like they, they talk about things that they have not talked about with each other. And you could tell, like, they did a good job where it's like, yeah, these guys are, like, really good friends now because, obviously, Fury spent time with the, with this civilization. But I'm just... I'm still digging it. I'm still digging the whole spy espionage, espionage thing and then yeah the way that this the way that this episode ends it's you know it's it's not with a death but it's with a oh okay okay interesting nick fury interesting so so that's the way that i won't say what it is until next week and then i'll i'll talk about it like i said any any i only give spoilers to the previous episode but when it comes to this, but yeah, I'm still enjoying it. Still enjoying it. It was just a little slower, and there were some things where I was like, eh, all right, go, go, go. But there were some really good scenes in there when it came to characters interacting. Okay, there's my review. <laughs> Are you guys enjoying Secret Invasion, huh? I bet New Soups is without the red trunks. Just like, eh, I think we're all hoping for that. I think we're all hoping for that. Kingdom come. Somehow I'm going to find that Batgirl assembly cut. Somehow. Well, if you find it, let me know. Let me know. I like how the humor basically just comes from, yeah, it kind of feels like it is just kind of riffing, right? Okay, let's look at some questions. We'll go over to uh, YouTube first because I did post this one on YouTube. Let's see what people are, if any questions or comments over here on the YouTubes. Uh, let's see. We got a couple of things. We got uh, Game City Savior, 2910. If Gun is so tight with Michael Rosenbaum, I hope he gives the animated Smallville Project the green light. Oh interesting. That would be interesting. I forgot that that was a thing. Like I said, I've, I was never big on Smallville, but I forgot what that was a thing. And then we got X Moak. That also says Michael Rosenbaum is the bec- best Lex Luthor. Hope he had a role in the movies, even if it's not Lex. He might. He might have. He might. You know, James Gunn tends to put his friends in some things, so. I think he was in Guardians. He played a character in Guardians of the Galaxy, so why not? All right, let's go over to Twitter questions. Okay, I think we're all right. There's a freaking fly in here. I I swear, summer, summer, the flies in the bushes. There's bushes, like, right outside my balcony. I got to be careful when I go out to my balcony because... Those flies just get in there, and there definitely is a freaking fly in here that's buzzing around right now. I don't have To get it. All right, Blake, Eric Blake. Hey Dave, while you're not likely to be called up for Jimmy Olsen, the lowest Lane castings of Amy and Marga Margot Kidder beautifully illustrate how age is just a number. It definitely is just a number. Jordan. Hey Dave, hope you're doing great. You're doing well. I'm doing great. <laughs> there you go. In my opinion, I love this. Uh, I love the Superman and Lois casting, and from how this version of Superman being described, I'm feeling big animated series vibes, which is awesome. I'm kind of feeling that too, which is great. We're talking about Superman, the animated series on DC Fanimated with uh, with Scott and I. So, yeah. I mean, I'm all I'm all ball I'm balls fucking deep in Superman right now. So. I know that sounded, I know how that sounded. Uh, Jamin Watson, I have noticed that David Cornsweet is a Jewish American. So we got Jewish right there. So it makes sense to be Superman. So it makes sense to be Superman because two creators made, yes, exactly. They were Jewish. So that, that's the happy little, yeah. I'm sure that that was probably looked at as well. You know, get some of those brownie points. Jacob, in your opinion, what's the ideal longevity of a cinematic universe? Being that the DCU is supposed to span 10 years, I think Gunn should take the opportunity to actually wrap up a universe unlike the MCU and pass the torch to whoever else wants a crack. So instead of continuing, like, I mean, obviously when it came to, when it came to the Infinity the Infinity Saga that went on eleven years because Endgame was 2019, right? And Iron Man started at uh, 2008, so we had eleven years. So you're basically saying, like, you know, instead of continuing, yeah, I mean, that's where they're struggling. So I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to that. It's like, yeah, let a new generation, let a new generation of filmmakers tell a different story, different actors, different, you know, I mean, they fucking reboot things all all the time in comic books so yeah i wouldn't hate that ryan happy wednesday how nervous do you think wbd is about blue beetle after seeing how the flash i think they already were knowing that the movie's not gonna do that well ryan so i don't think i think they're very much prepared for it cooper knox is there any truth to the rumor that A certain ball cap guy's pitch for Superman movie reboot got passed over in favor of Man of Steel. I have no idea. I would have to uh, look into that. Edward. Hey, Dave. Happy Hump Day. Glad to see the new DCU coming out with casting announcements. Wouldn't be shocked if DCWBD attend, of course, Comic-Con. And turns out they'd showcase Creature Commandos, Aquaman 2, and Blue Beetle. Eh, that's what they would have to do. I hope they actually attend... Darkness under the wind. Dave, question one, do you see David and Rachel only being in the DCU for the first 10 years and the mantle of Superman gets passed down to Supergirl or even maybe Superman's son if Gunn wants him added? and during the yeah, that could that, that, that they could very well do that too. you know to Jonathan. Question two, could you see Gravik because uh, that's what his name is, Gravik. Gravic, Gravik, Gravik. Not grave, yeah, the the baddie, the the main baddie in Secret. You see him die in the finale of Secret Evasion and try to redeem himself in the finale after learning his ways are wrong and that Fury is trying to help the scrawls all along. That could happen too. And then, of course, Mr. Devon Woocher. Dave, is it true you playing New Batman, James Gunn, DC Universe? That's a joke. I'm trying to make you laugh. Did it work? I mean, I'm trying, you know, I would, hey. Maybe if I was taller, and I know this will never happen, but it'd be crazy to see Mission Impossible, John Wick crossover movie to see Tom Cruise and Keanu Reeves. That would be crazy. Yes, that would be crazy. That would be absolutely crazy. (laughs) I forgot to turn that off. Um, Yeah, those two need to be in a movie sooner or later, right? Before they get too old for this shit, we need to have a Tom Cruise, Keanu Reeves movie. We need to have them be in a movie together. That needs to happen. That definitely needs to happen. So, what are you guys talking about when it comes to the chat? Okay, Smallville was the only CDLB show I like. MSGT, uh, Droga. What's going on, Droga? I was called anti Semitic for liking Man of Steel once. What the hell? That's interesting. That doesn't make any sense. Hank Hills, Terry Hatcher is the best Lois Lane. Dana Delaney is a close second. Okay. Um, yeah, Terry Hatcher. I mean, there, I know there's. Pe- it's always funny, you know, when it comes to when people t- start ranking like the, s- the live action supermen, you know, they always like to have to do that thing where it's like, oh, yeah, I know. yeah, Henry Cavill, Christopher Reeve, Tyler Hecklin, and then they'll be like, fuck Dean Ch- Dean Kane. It's like, all right, I get it. I get it. You don't like Dean Kane? He's a conservative now. He's on the bad side of the political spectrum. I get it. He's a white supremacist, even though he's not white or half white. I don't know. I get it. But at the same time, I, I, I'm not one of those people. So I could still be like Dean Kane was a great Superman. I like Lois and Clark. That was appointment viewing for me. I could look, you know, and I'm not one of those people. Where I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't think he's pure evil now yeah, I don't agree with his politics, all, all, all his politics, but at the same time I could still be like, yeah, Dean Cain was a good Superman. I could still put him in a rank probably in the top, you know, in the top five. He's obviously, he's no Cavill and Reeves, but you know, I could still rank him in there, but I don't think I just love it. When I was seeing, I see that a lot where people just, they immediately have to just say fuck Dean Cain or, you know, something like that just because he's, uh, you know, that's where we're at now because he's conservative. We can't have that. Uh, and then, of course, you know, there's all that. But yeah, Terry Hatcher, though, my God, was she a fantastic Lois Lane. And grrr, wow. Ooh. Ooh-wee. Yeah, she was, uh, she was pretty great. She was a pretty great Lois. He's no Nicolas Cage. I know. We still we need more Nicolas Cage. It's also kind of funny, too, because there was a little historic element when it came to Dean Cain as well but of course we just ignore it because again he's on the bad side he's half Asian I mean all I mean we want to talk about like the the spec you know when it comes to obviously not just like Whitey after Whitey I mean we got a Jewish actor now and to what's Jewish that's a little something right there when it comes to <clears throat> when it comes to those ESG scores or whatever they want to call them I mean back in the 90s they got a half Asian. Superman right there so there was that but nobody wants to mention that because he's on the bad side he's on the bad side <sighs> damn that Nicolas Cage scene in the flash what a missed opportunity I mean I'm hoping that there's so they do something with that I hope they do something with that. Well, probably, maybe you'll get a comic book version, but... And then there was that, I mean, you could search Superman Lives. There's an animated trailer out there where you can, like, uh, see something that's pretty sweet. I talked about it, you know, when it came out. It was pretty damn awesome. I'd actually love to talk to those, uh, the people who made that, so... All right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap up the stream. Thank you guys for joining in. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Hit that like, thumbs up, share the stream. Be so kind too if you want to do that. It helps. Every little bit helps. Follow me in the sock meds that are around me. Patreon right there if you want to help support the channel right there. Or become a member, and we're going to talk a little bit more. So we'll be doing a members-only stream after this. So if you want to pick my brain a little bit more, get a little bit more personal, because not as many people in the chat. Go ahead and become a member. Become part of the community. And members, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Look forward on your uh, your YouTube feed. Look forward to the look to, for the, the link, and uh, we'll talk a little bit. So, all right, members, I'll see you in a little bit. Everybody else, I'll see you guys on Friday. Look forward to my first reaction to Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny tomorrow. That'll be up. Look forward to that as well as other things, too. All right, guys. Love you. Talk to you later.